Hello and welcome to the Sports Comedy Show. I'm Paul Salerno, and you're not. Has anybody ever used that line before? Can't remember. This is Talk Radio. Today is Friday, November 20th, which means our theme will be Preview NFL Week 11. Yes, that's right. We're going to look at some of these games this weekend and see what looks good. I'm also going to do that famous five-star pick, 7-3 on the year against the spread. And I've got another one for you today, so hang around for that. We'll do that towards the end of the show. First, have you been to the website? Hopefully by now you have. If you haven't, if you're not on the mailing list, at the bottom of the page, there's a uh, place there to put your email. Put your name on the mailing list. I send out news bulletins about twice a month. Not that much. I don't hammer everybody with Danny John, but I keep you updated on what's going on. And what's been going on is we're back now into football. Tennis, women's tennis is now done for the year. So we're going to stick, stick to football and uh, those football funnies. I just uh, finished week 10's review. I'm going to do week uh, 11's preview here after the show. So keep an eye on that website, sportscomedyshow.net. We got Pete Townsend. He's going to face the face. And what we're going to do is we're going to face the NFL and uh, see what we can do. Now, let's get started. We did have a game last night, so we'll do a little recap. There was Thursday night football. Um, It was an exciting one. It was the NFC West showdown. Everybody was looking forward to it all week. Kind of a lackluster game, to be honest, but... Nonetheless, it was close, and um, it did it did show some promise. And that was we had Arizona and Seattle. The reason I say it was a lackluster was everybody was expecting a real high-flying scoring game, and it really wasn't that. They're just the touchdowns didn't come by as quickly as they were used to, these two high-scoring teams. So our final here was 28-21, 49 total points for those that like to keep tabs of the over-under. Um, where this game, it was first half, it was Seattle up 16-7. Phil Golden missed an extra point on a, on a uh, touchdown. Arizona finally came around in, in the third and fourth quarter by scoring touchdowns, but Seattle was just too much. They, they uh, at home, they finally got back on track. And that was to be expected after losing three straight. Russell Wilson threw for two TDs. 197 yards. That's not huge news. But the the key to their success last night was he mixed it up. It wasn't just Russell or uh, TK Metcalf who caught a TD pass. He also found Tyler Lockett in the end zone. He also used Carlos Hyde to run the ball he found in the end zone. And when he does that, things happen. Greg Olson had a couple catches. Um, Carlos Hyde even had a couple catches. DJ Dallas. Will Tisley. David Moore. When this happens, that gives you a full balanced offensive attack, and that's what what Russell Wilson had, and uh, he was able to put up the 28 points. Good for him. They needed the win. On the other side of the ball, you know, Kyler Murray had 269 yards and two TDs. He didn't look as sharp. It it just simply wasn't his night. You know, everybody was watching him because the week before he came off the big Hail Mary 
uh, victory, the big, uh, the big miracle pass on the last play of the game. So on this game, on the final drive, as they're driving, um, he went to the end zone four times deep in the late in the game, and there was no Hail Mary. There was no miracle. And instead of taking those five or ten yard short passes and trying to position himself to one shot, he just kept winding it up. Didn't happen. Um, so it's kind of a bummer of a loss. So where we where do we go from here now? Seattle is back in first place in the West, seven and three. Cards are just a game behind, six and four. Exciting stuff. It's um, good to see that we got three teams in this division. If you recall on the last show, I uh, previewed this division, and uh, and in that preview, I said the Rams were uh, the sleeper here, not the Cardinals, not Seattle, and I still stand behind that. And we're going to talk about the Rams game this weekend. So let's go ahead and get into some um, Week 11 previews and see what we got. And where we're going to start, we're going to start with the Kansas City Chiefs and the Las Vegas Raiders. And the reason I'm starting with this game is I don't know what to make of it, and I'm going to tell you why. Turns out the Raiders got 9 or 10 people on the COVID list. We don't know if they're going to play or not. We don't know how to show up. So we don't know how they're going to train. They may have to train in a very different model for this game, seeing how we don't even know who's going to be there. But that's okay. Remember when we had to cram for a test when we didn't know nothing about it, but we did it the night before. We crammed all our studying together. That's what the Raiders are going to have to do with this one if they don't know who's going to be on the field. And it just might sound something like this. Raiders are going to have to train Where the hell have you been, army style. Training, sir. Training, sir. They're going to have to train what army. What kind of training, son? Army training, sir. It's going to take some special training to take down the Chiefs. They'll have to be just like this. game plan, a new direction, and maybe they should just follow Bill Murray and let him do it. And do a little razzle dazzle. Alright. That's what it's going to take for this game. <clears throat> Don't know how to analyze it other than the fact that ten, 9 or 10 defensive players from what we hear are on the sideline or possibly on the sideline. So we, I don't know what to tell you. Other than the fact that the Chiefs are healthy, the Chiefs are looking for revenge because they're the only loss came to them at the, the, the hands of the Raiders earlier this year. Then the Raiders even pissed them off more by the bus driver doing a victory lap around Arrowhead Stadium. So 
Good thing here for the Raiders, it's at the Death Star. And when they play at the Death Star, yes, when they play at the Death Star, you don't walk into the Raiders Allegiant Stadium and think you're going to win. That's about the best thing they got going for them. Can Derek Carr crank it up again? He's going to have to do it against a tough Kansas City defense with a strong secondary. Will he be able to find his targets? Will he find, be able to find um, Renfro? Will he be able to find Keller? We don't know the answer, but it's going to take a lot of magic and a little bit of Imperial March for the Raiders to pull this one off. Let's look at another one here. Let's go to, okay, here's one that looks good. Atlanta at New Orleans, Atlanta three and six, Saints seven and two. Now this is a conference game, the NFC South, and <clears throat> Atlanta, who's, they're not in any contention. However, they, they're on a three game winning streak and they've been playing good ball. The big story on the other side of the coin is New Orleans, Drew Brees, um, got a couple of injuries. We don't know to the extent of the, the punctured lung, and I, and I think it was the knee or the leg. So they claim he'll be back in two weeks. So they're going to give the ball over to Jameson Winston. This will be fun game to watch because the question is, is, is Winston still a starting quarterback caliber? I think he's good. I've always liked him, but he's certainly not Drew Brees. And my question is, does he have what it takes to, to get a W? Um, so it'll be fun to watch. I don't have the answers. Or, I, I to be honest, I got a funny feeling that the Falcons are going to make this a better game than, than people think. Um, I, I, would lean, I would lean to taking the points in this one. This could be a close game. I don't see a blowout on either side of the coin here. Uh, I, I look for Atlanta to stay in there. You know, um, Matt Ryan has been playing good ball of late. Todd Gurley's been running the ball good. Um, we know what's going on on the other side of the coin besides Winston. You know, we know Calmera is going to run big. We, we, Michael Thomas, the, all the parts are there. The question is on this game is whose defense is going to be more superior the superior defense, I think, could be the key to this game. And um, I don't have an answer. I don't know if Fal if um, if the if Falcons can, can can keep the lid on them, but without Drew Brees, they might be able to. They might be able to, you know, to keep the Saints to, to three three touchdowns. And if they do, maybe even three or four touchdowns, because Falcons have a high-powering offense when they need it. So... Uh, keep an eye on the defense. I think that's going to dictate the, the winner. This could be end up end up being a shootout. And, and uh, a sh this could go back and forth. And if that were the case, um, I would certainly like to be on the dog and take the points there. It's going to be exciting to watch. Let's keep an eye on Winston and see how he does. Okay. Let's take a look at here. Let's go to the AFC. We got a couple of six and three teams going at it, and that's going to be Tennessee six and three at Baltimore six and three. Um, both AFC teams, possibly now these two teams could meet each other in the playoffs. If they both make it, there's a good possibility this could be a preview of playoff game. 
Um, Tennessee at Baltimore. On this one, this is what I'm, what I'm looking for, some of the, the key stats here. That's why I'm pausing. Okay, so this is what I'm looking at on this one, is the fact that Tennessee is, all of a sudden, they were, what, 6-0 and or 6-1? and They've caught, kind of fallen off here. They've lost their last three or four. Finally had a win two weeks ago against Chicago, which now all of a sudden everybody realizes Chicago ain't worth nothing. But anyway, the point I'm getting at here is Tennessee is not as strong as they were at the beginning of the year. Um, and Baltimore, they're finally coming on. They, beat, they uh, lost to New England, but that was a sloppy rain game. They did beat the Colts the week before, and that was a good game because the Colts all of a sudden are becoming a good team. So this is going to be an exciting game. Yes, it's going to be the Derrick Henry show. Question is, can Derrick Henry find the end zone enough times to overcome Lamar Jackson on the other side? And keep an eye on the Ravens because they've got their running game. They've got or their passing game. They've got Marquise Brown as well. It's going to be an interesting game in Baltimore. I think that this is going to be a low-scoring game. Might be one of those grind them, wind them, and grind them games because Baltimore's offense isn't that high-flying offense that everybody wants it to be. But um, Tennessee's is that is the running game, so it might be a little bit more of a boring game. But um, keep an eye on this one because the winner of this game is gonna is gonna kind of take a game lead in the uh, wild card playoff race. So going to be a game to, to keep an eye on and see what happens. All right, so here's the one I want, I've been wanting to talk about, and this one should be interesting because you got the Dolphins 6-3 and three at Denver, AFC versus NFC. Best thing going here for Denver this game is the fact that it's in Mile High Stadium. Dolphins, what a surprise. What a team. Um, won again last week. I think they've won how many in a row? Five or six in a row. Um, they not only are the Dolphins winning, they're winning big, and not only are they winning big, their defense is is becoming superb. Three weeks ago, they shut out the Jets. Um, four weeks ago, three weeks ago, the Rams they they give up seventeen points. Arizona they give up thirty one points, but they win that game, the wild one on the on the thirty four thirty one, and then they take down the Chargers by only giving up twenty one points. Their defense is extremely strong. And their offense, or look at the offense, 29 points, 34 points, 28 points, 43 points. Their offense is clicking. It's working. Whether it was Fitzpatrick or Tua, they're putting points on the board. They're doing it in a big way. Now, the only bummer is I'm hearing that Devontae Parker is uh, supposed to be on the, um, no, I'm sorry, not Devontae Parker, Preston Williams, unfortunately. The receivers is going to be on the IR, but keep an eye on Devontae Parker. They're quick. They've got speed. Miles Gaskin, these guys can rush, and they can run, and they can pass, and Tua makes things happen. No, he's not the greatest quarterback. No, he's not going to be an MVP, but he's putting W's on the board, and that speaks louder than all these other quarterbacks that everybody's given a, a good pass to, people like Herbert you know, and, uh, and, and Joe Burrows. Good quarterbacks, but if, if you can't hang a W, how good are, are you? You know, I, I try not to buy into the win-loss thing, but in this case, I'm going to. Because when you got a good team behind you, then it's important that you, you finish it with a W. And that's what's going on here. They got a good uh, team on, um, with them. 
On the other side, it looks like Locke is going to be out. And um, there goes the game. Game match set. Dolphins, like Jerry Judy, good receiver. Um, I, I think uh, Lindsey's back, so they'll have a, that, that little guy can run a muck and a hassle. Uh, like I said, the game's in Denver, but I like the Dolphins here. If they're, they're six and three. They're in second. I, th I think they catch the Bills this week at seven and three with the win. Um, th this one just looks pretty much e easy, easy peasy for them. Okay, let's go to Tampa Bay. This is going to be one to keep an eye on because everybody's thinking Tampa Bay's going to roll. Uh, they, they finally got back on track with the big win last week. They won 46-23. to I think it was Carolina. They rolled under the carpet. So everybody's expecting Tampa Bay to be this run-and-gun game. But they're playing the Rams this week. And once again, it's another Friday or Sunday night football game um, past Tom Brady's bedtime, they keep saying, which I think is kind of funny, but I love Tom, but that's my own personal analysis. <clears throat> this is why this one's going to be a little sneaky. Don't discount the Rams, and hopefully they're not looking past the Rams. As I mentioned last week when I previewed the NFC, Rams have got the best defense in football. And we live in an era now where everybody's focused on the offense, the run and gun, the shooting and pass, or going sideways and then and then looking long downfield. But not the Rams. The Rams play defensive ball. They've always played defensive ball. They are the number one ranked defense in all of football. And their point ratio is remarkable. And it's because their defense. Their defense is strong. So the, the question here is, we know their defense is going to be good, and we know the Rams' offense are going to put a couple touchdowns. They might not have the, I don't know if they're going to get five or six touchdowns, but they're going to put three or four touchdowns up. Question is going to be, what offense shows up for the Buccaneers? Is it that same offense we saw last week where everybody was tuned in perfectly? Has um, and Is Antonio Brown finally on the same page as Tom Brady? Will Tom Brady find Gronk for the end zone? Um, these are going to be the questions. Will Ronald Jones be able to break another one? And then will Mike Evans do all his magic to, to catch the ball on every time and there's third and long? My answer is going to be no. I don't think it's going to happen. I look for the uh, Rams defense to come up big. If, if the Buccaneers aren't extremely sharp, the Rams will exploit them. The Rams will put pressure on Brady. The Rams' secondary will not let these receivers stay way open, which Tom needs nowadays. Uh, I look for the Rams to, 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 to roll an upset here. I, I like them to go in there. Jared Goff, he, he's going to have to do what he normally does, and that's run and shoot. And he will, and he's got Cooper Cup. Um, if he decides not to run and shoot, he does got Daryl Henderson to throw the ball to or to let, let run. But um, I like the Rams to, 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 to disturb Tom Brady, to throw him off track. When that happens, when their offense isn't in tune, neither is their defense. They, they, it all, it's all Tom. It's the, the Brady Bunch. When the Brady Bunch isn't strong, the, the Buccaneers do not play good football. And um, I can see the Rams very much um, disgruntling them. I can see the Rams throwing them out of sync. I can see the Rams going in there, the very least making a close game, let alone coming out of there with a win. So... That's going to be the Sunday night game. That'll be the fun one. Do not be surprised if you see the Rams come in there and walk out of there with a W. 
that's going to be uh, my sleeper pick for the week. Okay, guys, we're at that time. We're at the end of the show. We're going to go ahead and do that five-star pick now. Um, and it's going to be one of these games that I talked about earlier today. Yes, and my five-star pick today is going to be the Miami Dolphins. I just think they're on a whole different level with Denver, even with lock in. So without lock, I think it's pretty much a no-brainer. I like the Dolphins. And by the way, I'm not a fan of, of uh, road favorites. Uh, that just kind of goes against the grain. Um, but this is going to be one of those exceptions. And, and the lines even move from three to four. I like the Dolphins to, to, to cover that one. That's going to be your uh, five-star pick. It's going to be the Miami Dolphins. All right. We're going to leave it there, guys. I want to thank you for uh, tuning in. Uh, my name is Paul Salerno, and you're not. Where have I heard that before? I, I can't remember. It must have been way back in, I don't know, Chevy Chase or something like that. I just can't remember. Anyway, this is the Sports Comedy Show. I am the creator and host. My name is Paul, and I want to thank you for tuning in. When you get a chance, hit that website because I got some funny footballs out there for you. SportsComedyShow.net. Have a good day.